Welcome to Near-Death Experience Podcast. I'm Chaz Hathaway. Today's going to be a little bit of a shorter episode, but I think the experience is well worth sharing. This is uh, Mary or Mari, M-A-R-I, from enderf.org. And she says, I had a tonsillectomy and all went well until discharge when I was given an injection of sulfur. I have no recall of any of this until I reacted about 15 minutes later in the car on the way home. I remember being sick on my mother's lap and seeing the skin reaction. Next recall is sitting in the wall of the emergency section of the hospital and watching the events separate from myself. The time seemed inconsequential, and I was uninterested until I had uh, until a separate space opened in the room and I left. After a hazy journey, seemingly short, I was enveloped in light and exquisite and infinite love. By now, I recall this as an ageless soul. I felt, as best I can describe, in this state of total bliss. Once again, there is no language to convey feelings. There seemed to be a collective consciousness who welcomed me, but at the same time conveyed the knowledge that I was the one responsible for the decision to stay or go back. I recall these decisions, not as a small child, but a person with accumulated knowledge to evaluate the choice and make a decision. The decision to return was based on the knowledge that I was not finished in my life and that there were things to accomplish and fulfill. There was no distress at the thought of return, and once again, or, and once the decision was made, there was no more recall. These experiences have stayed crystal clear and as fresh as when they occurred. Okay, that's the end of Mari's experience. So she is, I I don't know exactly how old she is. She doesn't say that up front, but I'm under the impression she's a child. Um, And, you know, she's laying on her mother's lap at some point during her hazy in-and-out-of-consciousness state. And when she finds herself in this, enveloped in this light of exquisite, infinite love, she now has the mind of an ageless soul, as she puts it. She says it's this state of total bliss, but she had the wisdom, had the knowledge, had the, the background to make a good decision, to evaluate the decision of whether or not to return to her life. She's not a child thinking, I want my mommy. She's an ageless soul weighing the consequences of her potential return. And she says that uh, um, she was not a small child, but a person with accumulated knowledge to evaluate the choice and make a decision, make the decision. The decision was to return. And it was based on the knowledge that she was not finished with her life, that she still had things to accomplish and fulfill. And interestingly, there was no distress at the thought of return. And, uh, you know, many people, and I don't know whether 
most people are still in their mortal state of mind and uh, begin to argue or tantrum you know, about not wanting to return because, well, but this place is so loving and so great. I don't want to go back, you know, and it and it's almost childish in their response. But in her experience, it's as if she has all the wisdom and memory and knowledge of everything from her past into eternity. And she's saying, no, there's still things I need to accomplish. And there there does seem to be this uh, this recurring theme of, of people realizing, no, I've got to go back. There's still more I set out to do. As if they've got this full knowledge of an ageless soul, and yet when they come back, they don't know what knowledge that was, what wisdom they carried, what uh, ageless, you know, education they had. And that may be because if you think about yourself now, you you know, somebody asks you, I don't know, let's just say a math problem. You know, you just quickly do it in your head and you just know how to do it if it's a simple enough problem. You don't think about, okay, let me recall back in grade school when I did multiplication tables. There may be some echoes of, of certain, you know, problems. I remember, you know, learning 8 times 8 is 64 with this, you know, funny little rhyme or something like that. You may, may have little echoes of that, but you're not recalling the full background. And if you were to step back in your mind to the time that you are now doing this simple problem in your head, you will sense all this background knowledge and understanding that you have, but you won't consciously bring it to your memory and therefore recalling it later without the context of remembering your elementary experience, you would just have this sense of knowing and a sense of background and context but without having access to that in the memory. And I think that's what's happened here. I think that's what's happening in this experience and in many others when people say, oh, I've still got a purpose to fulfill. You know, we come back and we're like, well, what's the purpose? You know, and, and, and people don't know. Sometimes that's because it's taken from them and other times because they didn't need to recall the purpose in order to, in order to weigh the pros and cons of what's happened, you know, you're not necessarily in that, when you're in that state, you're not necessarily thinking about all those details and you're not drawing them to your conscious memory, but you recognize, no, I'm not done yet. I'm not finished, you know? So that's interesting to me. Stepping out into the spirit form, sometimes people will step into the ageless wisdom that they had before they came so that when they return to this life they remember having that wisdom but they don't remember what that wisdom is so interesting so interesting reflects the fact that we are eternal beings we are not just mortals who are born and will get to go on but we've existed for eternity from everything i read and everything i believe we've always existed and always will. We can't cease to exist. There are different states of existence where we, you know, for example, you go to sleep right now and you are existing in a state where you're not having conscious thought, 
so to speak, but you're still very much there and your spirit continues to experience whatever it does while we sleep. And the last thing that she says, which is interesting, is that these experiences have stayed with me in crystal clear memory as fresh as when they occurred. That is also an element of a near-death experience. People usually remember that experience. If they remember it at all, they remember it crystal clear as if it just barely happened. An artist could wait 10 years and probably uh, draw a face they saw with perfect uh, memory. Now, whether they have perfect skill is another question. <laughs> anyway, so if you would like to contribute to the podcast, you can do that by going to patreon.com slash ndecast and become a, an ongoing monthly uh, contributor. You can also contact the podcast with your experience or a comment or question by going to or by emailing neardeathexperiencepodcast at gmail.com or by calling 970-NDECAST. And with that, thank you, all of you, so much again for listening. <laughs>